it's your boy, Alex, with What's the Deal. Uh, I am recording this pretty late at night on a third, or no, on Wednesday. Um, I think that's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best way to go about doing this. I feel like I should just do it all in one go, but uh, I need to really refine my process so that it's faster. Um, but I'm still having a blast doing it. I still love, you know, checking in on how many people have downloaded and where they're from, I guess. I'm not sure if I can believe that or if I if I truly believe what they're telling me. Uh, but thanks for listening. Um, as always, I want to start off with something that I hate. And at first, uh, listen, you're going to maybe be like, yeah, that's interesting. Everyone can kind of come to their own conclusions, and you're allowed that opinion. Um, uh, but, but, but good Lord, good luck for you. Um, this thing I hate happens very commonly. It's all over, all over the place. Not all over, but it's like pretty common. And that thing I hate is thunder, right? Because why is it that after the coolest thing, which is the lightning, the coolest thing, is this loud, rumbling, scares your dogs kind of sound. I don't understand. And because I don't understand, I'm mad. And because I'm mad, I'm going to say this. I'm complaining right now. So, I don't know. I don't like thunder. I don't like the way it makes my dogs act. I don't look like it's scary. I'm going to be honest. It scares me. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm a big enough man to, uh, you know, really confess what I'm afraid of. So... Uh, sometimes really loud, sudden thunder, it's the suddenly of it. It's, it's, it's like, it's not like, like if you told me, oh, it's going to thunder in 30 seconds, get ready. And then it thundered, I'd be like, ah, it was like, no big deal. It, but it's like when, when the lightning is so close, you see the flash and then like, uh, you know, half a second goes by and then there's just rocking thunder and it blows you away. I hate that. I want that to go away. If this, if life was a video game and it was moddable, that's what I would mod out. Right, I know no, most people would probably make it louder or do something weird. Remove it. That's a bug. That should not be here. Uh, it should not be a part of uh, America, really, and a part of the world. Um, so, if anything, I would say if you like it, the sound of thunder, I'm, I'm saying you know, because I know some people will listen to rain and they'll have like distant thunder. Or whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that real thunder, right? And, and not the Oklahoma City Thunder or anything like that. Shout out to them. I like them. Too. I like them. They, I like them before. The reason I liked them before was Kevin Durant, and uh, I've decided to stay loyal. I, I can't, you know, I keep up with them. Um, but I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real nature thunder, and I think it's anti-American and unpatriotic to be like, no, I love the noise of loud thunder, right? If you like it so much, why don't you move? away please get get away from me just that's all i'm asking it's just leave i know it sounds like I'm, I'm i'm more aggressive than i was towards people with loud cars for no reasons and that might be true but uh today has just been thundery and so you know everyone all my animals are acting weird and uh of course since it was thundering i mean guess what it was also raining a lot and that was obviously very annoying and uh it was clearly annoying to everyone else because they definitely wanted to make it worse uh so yeah, the thing I hate right now, this day in this moment, this the second, is thunder. And if you don't, if you like it, you stop listening right now. I might as well have included this in the the part that I hate. Um, you know, I, I know what a credit score is. I know there are 
companies that are reporting your credit score and that's how people know and it gets around or whatever um and 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 to a certain extent i like if i put my myself in the, in the shoes of like a small bank or even a, a big bank um when i'm giving someone a loan for to start a business or to buy a house they're spent they're taking my hundreds of thousands of dollars and then paying me back in very small increments of that original loan um so I am looking at how your credit score is recorded. The only reason that I'm talking about this is because I'm refinancing my house because rates are really low and when we bought, they were higher than they are now. So, uh, and also we have a ton of equity. So it just seemed like to, it seemed like we bought, we, we bought low and then we sold high. So I don't know, but so here's the breakdown in percentage of how your credit score is now. It, there's, it's very complicated, but these are just the general percentages. So 35% of your credit score is your payment history. That's it. And then 30% is amount owed. I don't know why, like, because I'm assuming if you owe a lot of, of, like, your debt amount is, I guess. So it says here, how much you owe on loans and credit cards make up 30% of your score. This is based on the entire amount you owe, the number and types of accounts you have, the proportion money owed compared to how much credit you have available so it's, it, I'm, it's a, still very complicated but yeah what what really what i really want to focus on is um so if you add them up so 15 percent is length of credit history the longer your history of making timely payments gives gets i guess that's what he's trying to say the higher your score will be but what they don't tell you is that if you're young it will hurt your score there's no, there's no neutralness to it it's not like oh you know you, you just buy you, this is your first credit card or this is your whatever uh yeah we'll do that and then you maybe make a couple payments over the course of like four or six months it, that is still i'm i'm 26 and i'm still there are, i see remarks saying you know the time length of your credit history is is low i'm like i literally cannot help that doesn't that seem a little mm, i don't want to say it you know because it's, it seems a little discriminatory, right? Again, it's very, very ageist, but in like the reverse, right? Usually ageism is like, uh, like I can't do something and people who can make fun of me. This is like that the other way around. It's like, like old people just because I like, I get it. Length of history matters, but like, um, why does it hurt me because I'm young? Cause that's, that's what gets me. You don't start from zero, right? There's like, okay, well it takes no effect in your account. It does. If you don't have a very long length of history with really any, and at this, like right now I've lived in this house for uh, five years, made every payment. Uh, I made every payment on my car. I've made every payment so far on my new car. I've had, um, multi, I got two credit cards, um, just like what else do I need to do besides get older, I guess, to in improve that part of my score? Because that's what they're saying here. They're saying, yeah, it doesn't really matter how well you perform. There's some ar arbitrary line that we've driven, we've drawn in the sand that says you have to be a certain amount of years old and that'll really be great for your credit. Like what? 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 So literally I just have to wait? There's nothing I can do. The rest of them are kind of like in your fault, right? How much you owe your payment history, right? There are things that you can affect. Um, but the length of your credit history, I can't, and I can't improve that. I can't somehow like the rest I can do better at over time, like over time, right? Their time scale, 
like if something there's some derogatory remark on your credit history it's going to take multiple years to fall off but i'm 26 i'm still too young like when is it going to be when i'm 30 35 uh, that's way longer than if i just uh it's 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 such a grind your gears kind of thing man um because i get it <clears throat> uh, i didn't i didn't finish my thought earlier but i like as a bank like i get it um you need some way to give someone like some sort of score right like your gpa like every uh establishment really has in terms of some grading performance right um when you get a value when you when you're at a a job and you get evaluated there's usually some sort of like baseline how they calculated some number um or maybe they do something more personality based I, I i'm not sure the only, only ones i've encountered and dealt with are where it's uh like a number number thing um but like that part i can't make any better and um also just for me this is, i'll keep it quick because no one cares about what i have to say right now um but there were uh federal student loans but under Navient, whatever I, I don't know because it's the federal government's money but Navient is the one who's giving them out i don't know um but there was a point in time when i was in college or maybe i had just graduated I, yeah well it was 2019 i graduated tw in 2016 so no yeah, i definitely had graduated um but you know my parents had promised that they would pay for college if i graduated in four years or whatever i don't know what the conditions were but uh, uh i made it work uh, and i graduated and kept on moving with my life and little did i know there were 10 months of mispayments so that shows up on my score when i was promised hey someone is going to pay for your school sweet i guess looking back like maturity wise i should have been asking but it's like you just assume these things with your family you know or or more specifically like your dad like you know the person who kind of organizes all the money in your house wouldn't you mind telling me at least one of those 10 months hey uh yeah i'm not paying for that anymore that would have been nice but that won't fall off my history for like seven years like that and there's nothing i can do because you can't try to uh argue with some credit score keeper like your fico oh my fico equifax you can't go say, hey, uh, yeah, my dad lied to me, so, um, and I paid back the delinquency on it, like, within, I think, a couple days, like, uh, can we kind of, like, stop saying that or remove it, get it dropped somehow, just based on my, my circumstance? No, that doesn't exist. That's the whole point of the score, is to be as unbiased as possible. Everyone has some sad story. It's just not going to work that way. But I'm mad about it. But... You know, if you're out there and you have a great credit score because you're old um, and whatever, uh, good for you, man. But, uh, yeah, I hate you. So last episode, I promised that there'd be some spiritualness in it, and here it comes. So get ready. Um, I kind of want to start with, like, like some basic apologetics, you know. and um, But before that, I kind of want to just use, like, common sense. Just one thing to think about. If you're on the fence, like, oh, I don't, do I believe in a higher power? Do I believe in God? Do I, do I not? Um, think, think about the what the theory of evolution is, is, is it in it, what it says. There's two main points to it. The first is that there's a common ancestor amongst everybody. 
every living thing from a tree to a human to a monkey to you right now who's listening we all we could all be traced back theoretically could all be traced back to just this one single-celled organism that decided to split one day that's one and then two it's completely random there's no force acting on it there, there's no such thing as like positive evolution or negative evolution it's just whatever's happening and so when you think about what that is saying is is, is in simple terms it's saying that when the way biology has worked on the earth since the beginning of biology uh how these organisms have changed over time is by uh, a bunch if you think about just a bunch of dice being thrown and then you get your result and then that influences the next generation and for the next generation throw some dice and you know make your next decision maybe some dice or you get different dice for what happened in the previous role but in a general sense that's pretty much it and so when you think about your role as a human in evolution right how has why are there any other organisms or anybody else because everyone's a human right there are there are no aliens among us that i know of um and if i did i wouldn't tell you okay but everyone's human, right? I go to Africa, humans everywhere. Europe, I mean, yeah, it's Europe, but humans. Canada, I'm not going to Canada. You know, Russia, China, all, all I see, human. I got arms, legs, head. No, you look like a human to me. So why aren't there any other people? Why did anyone else make it? Oh, it's because we're so, we're so lucky. We got real lucky to develop uh, rational thoughts and um, better communication skills. Uh, oh, yeah, that must, yeah. Even though uh, the, the humans first came on the scene uh, not that long ago. 195,000 years ago, our own species, Homo sapiens, appears on the scene and shortly after begins to migrate across Asia and Europe. Oldest modern humans remains are two skulls found in Ethiopia that, that, that date to this period. Uh, the average human brain is this size. That doesn't matter. In a, only a hundred, and you think about how old the Earth is, right? Which is multiple billions of years. I think it's six or seven. I think it's closer to six and seven billions of years. So, less it says one hundred ninety-five thousand years. That that is, in, in terms of the geological clock, that is like like you know uh, not instantaneous, but uh, is barely anything. Um, Two hundred thousand years. At that I mean, come on now. That's when we started, and on this website I can scroll back. To the beginning of mankind itself, but none like why did so the first primates evolved fifty five million years ago, uh, first gorillas ever, chimps, we all diverge at six to eight million years ago. Whatever, why didn't they learn how to like build stuff and think for think on their own? I don't know. Um, Homo erectus is the species that we wiped out. Um, so, yeah. And then 12,000 years ago, modern people reached the Americas, um, supposedly. I, I, 12, I don't. Who, I guess they're talking about Indians or like. I, I'm not sure who, how the Indian. I was never taught in high school like, if, if it it is the Indians' land, but like, did they? How did they find it? Did they? What's the story behind that? I'd love to look that up. But that's besides the point. Um, so think about, <clears throat> think about yourself, just yourself right now. Inwardly think about your life as early as you can remember all the way up until right the second. Do you think all how, how that went, everything that happened between the beginning of your life and your life right now, 
Do you think any of that was random? Had no purpose, no plan. It's just random. Everything you do is just is just kind of like a random event that means nothing. If you can honestly and truly believe that, good. I guess good for you. You know, you got me on my on my first little little test here. But that's a sad way to live. I think. Um, I mean, it, it would. It kind of sounds like you would think less of other people for uh, really dumb things. So. So that, that's my first just like comment, like using common sense to kind of think through it. Like at least when you think about it that way, you can maybe probably hopefully come to the, conclu- the conclusion that um, there is some sort of power greater than me that I don't understand. Because uh, when you look back and you really examine your life, you you start to connect the dots. Um, I, the way I describe it um, generally is with this analogy, it's like, when you're in a plane and it's descending, you know, you're decreasing in altitude. Like if, if you're slowly going down, you don't know, you don't feel it. You barely can tell. You're just it's almost like you're going straight, but you're descending. So at, in the current moment, that feeling of descending, uh, descension is unperceivable. You cannot tell, right? Even looking out the window, like you, if, it's, if, it, if it's descending at a very low angle, very small angle, there's no way you're going to perceive it happening. But if you flew for an hour, you realize, oh, you know, we've been flying down, uh, I don't know, a foot per second for the last, you know, 10 miles. Um, that's kind of crazy. So it's like kind of like that where, you know, in the moment it's imperceivable, but as you look back, you can see how things kind of connected together for a purpose and for a reason you don't necessarily have to understand like the intricate whys or what happened, but the way it played out it, when you look back, because in the moment you can't tell, you don't know what the the future holds and you needed that future to look back on plus the past. So yeah, just think about your life. Honestly, think about anything crazy that's happened to you, any weird events and anything, you know, we don't, I'm not talking about miracles that they, you know, I saw someone die and come back from the dead and he said he saw heaven. I'm just saying like little things, you know, just random little things. They could be, and I'm not even going to name anything, but just think about how your day goes randomly. You know, you're you're telling me that this is all just life. is just happening around me with no plan whatsoever. I just find that hard to believe. All right. So first kind of point that you might encounter um, or have heard of is, uh, okay, well, what if I just don't believe the Bible that's in your, your, or believe the God that's in your Bible, you know, prove to me evidence of an, of a, of a God at all, but don't use the Bible as like your source of authority because I don't believe in it. So it doesn't really, it's not relevant. So first you, I, you know, I've watched a video on this, I'm, I'm, you know, a little, little inside peek how, when I get content and what I'm, what I'm inspired by. Uh, but I've thought about this question before um, in my own personal journey. And um, if you, it, you just think about the Big Bang, you know, think about when the Hubble, I think it was the Hubble Space Telescope that took the background radiation of, the, of, of everything you could see, right? Like 360 degree look around. And there was this even coating of radiation, you know, because of the Big Bang expanded in all directions at all times, right? Equally. Um, 
So you, they can, and they have mathematically traced back, you know, everything that we can see in the, in the observable universe, trace back it, trace it all the way back to a single point. So that, you know, you think to yourself, you know, that far back is gravity, even a force what's holding it together. Right? So if we assume I mean, something is, cause it is, it can't, it is at a single point. Right? Um, so if you, you assume that gravity is a force that's already kind of, you know, mass has gravity, right? And that gravity isn't something that's like, um, it's, it's just a force. It's not like, uh, when you, when you talk, when you hear about gravitational waves, it's the, the gravity, the force of the gravity moving space time. But anyways, <clears throat> something had to start it regardless of gravity or whatever. It, it existed, was perfectly fine existing, at least, I don't know how long they say it. They don't know what happens before. Like, they can't, they can go all the way back until, like, you know, point zero 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 and a lot of zeros, and then, you know, all the way back to that many seconds before the, the start of the Big Bang. But they can never get, like, what caused it, and then what, ha- what was there before. So, if you just think about that, right, um, something had to start it. Right, it just makes it just reasonable, makes sense. I think that's an easy thing for people to digest. That if the Big Bang was just this hot, infinitely dense ball of stuff, literally everything in the universe had been combined and crushed down to a single point that and it was existing, just going on doing its thing, and then one day it exploded for no reason. Why would that happen? It wouldn't. It would not happen on its own, naturally, randomly, one big dice roll. I did find a table, so I am prepared. Uh, I'm not speaking out of my butt. Sometimes I am, but you can't tell the difference. Um, So at 10 to the minus 30 or 43 seconds, which is considered the Planck time, uh, which is a a 1, basically, so it's one dot going the other way. So it's like 43 zeros and then a one. That is the Planck time. But a Planck time is the time it takes for a photon to travel the distance equal to a Planck length. And now a Planck length is, in, in theoretical, it's this limit on how small things can get. And that is 1.62 times 10 to the negative 35. How fast can this light, which, which, is, which is a photon, how fast can you travel the Planck length at the speed of light is the Planck time, which is, like I read earlier, um, 10 to the minus 43. And that is a large number just in length as well as size too. Not if you're going the other direction, if you're, if you're, ne- if you're negative 10 or negative 43 or whatever. Obviously, that is incredibly small and conceivably small. and But if you go the other direction, that's very, very big. Um, so uh, it's kind of insane. Um, I don't know if it's noticeable, but I switched over to a new microphone. So hopefully this sounds better. So yeah, hopefully it sounds better. And also, I want to continue on this thought for a little bit longer before I complain some more, is that, you know, we have a question and it's how did the big bang start no one knows but people who are theists have ideas uh that it's some 
force at least. Um, I, you know, it's hard to really, I don't know, give it. We, we humanize it, but it really is formless. Um, but it's outside of our, you know, what we would consider reality. And so it started it, right? That's our, that's what we are putting out there. That something started the expansion of the universe, which means something made a choice which imp implies that it's intelligent, right? It at least can decide to, to do nothing or to do something. And it's very personal because he, he created everything that's in there. Um, some people might, might come back and disagree and say that the universe had always been that, just since the beginning of time, whenever that is, uh, it's always just been a hot ball. And then, but they still don't answer the question as why it expanded. So, Maybe God didn't create the hot ball, you know, the pre-Big Bang ball. But, you know, so that is a, one major argument. Another one that you'll typically run into is like, well, uh, if, if, if God is all good, then why did this happen or why did this happen? And they'll use examples from the Bible and stuff. And what I like, uh, and I've heard only, you, I've only heard this used a couple of times, is that if you're an atheist, right, your standard for what you believe in and what you think is right or wrong, good or bad, is completely your opinion and could differ person to person. It's completely individual. Where people who are theists, Christians, all every religion believes there is a standard that's higher than them that they are trying to achieve and be like. And that's how they discern what is right or wrong. Um, just with the absence of that, and it's just random or just atoms smashing together, there really isn't a true right or wrong. It's just what you think is right or wrong and how you were raised. Because I'm sure that Hitler thought he was doing what was best for his people and his country. And that was by killing six million Jews and black gays and all kinds of people, as well as killing a bunch of soldiers and starting World War II. Um, and killing a lot of his own people, which includes the Jews, but also you know people who defected and didn't agree with him. So uh, if they say, "Well, if God is all good, why doesn't He do this?" You're already like stealing something from the Bible that you, as an atheist, don't have. So you, as an atheist, to be a tr really true to the atheist belief, if you th you if you have the opinion that human trafficking is not good, is bad, is immoral, bad, right? How can you say that when you have no standard? You have nothing to compare it to. It's just your opinion. I'm pretty sure that people who actually traffic humans, they think it's fine. Why would they keep doing it if they knew it was bad? Uh, it's not like it's a drug or anything, human trafficking. Um, they, I'm pretty sure they know uh, that it is bad, but they're okay with doing it. So while you would be like, well, why doesn't God just stop them, you know? So, so do you understand my, my, my point is that just from the start of them saying that, um, and then I'll answer the second half, but like the, even at the start, they're not being authentic and true to their own beliefs by stealing from God and the Bible, a standard that they are saying doesn't exist. So they, they're, they're like already oh, right off the bat, that's, they're making a bad argument. But then the, the topic of why do bad things happen, right? The short answer that I think is sufficient if you, um, because you could think about it all day long and be like, why, 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 why? The point is, and, and, and the truth is, if, like what I was saying before, when the Big Bang started, it was something that was outside of what was ever inside the little hot ball 
of stuff. So it is it, you can conceive it as being infinite because who Lord knows, only he does, how much space he took up before he started the Big Bang. And then he sees everything. He knows everything that will ever happen, ever. So something that seems bad to you, right, or something that seems wrong, why wow, you're like, wow, we got to allow this. Maybe it's part of a bigger picture. And and, then, and a typical argument that I come up, come up with is like, you know what's really not fair? You know, someone, someone who's innocent going to prison, doesn't that suck? Like that, how does God allow that to happen? Someone who didn't do the crime serve, you know, 20 years in prison. Why would that happen? Or get, he's innocent, but he got executed. I think you can tell who I'm like alluding to a little bit. It was pretty unfair uh, what happened to Jesus, right? But it was all part of God's plan to save everybody. So sometimes what seems bad in the moment when you look back, you're, you understand its place and its purpose and what role it had in your life. And then even then, you may not fully understand, but at least you can grasp it a little bit better. And the ultimate idea I'm trying to communicate is that you as a one human being, you do not know what, what's going on. You just don't. Sometimes bad things happen. So it's like, um, why did God allow this, any, you could literally pull up any natural or moral evil and say, why did God allow that to happen? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We could guess. Um, a lot of it's just from like personal sin, but sometimes like a hurricane or an earthquake, like I don't think sin causes that, but um, why is he allowed to happen? You know, can, can God not make good things out of bad? Is that not possible for him? <laughs> Are there not enough examples in the Bible of people who sucked like David and then and Saul, you know, and turn them around to be uh, and Peter, and turn them around to be the most important leaders and uh, role models in the Bible. I, yeah, I think I think everyone knows the answer to that question. All right, I got I got some time. I got some energy in me to complain a little bit more. So I'm just googling, you know, things that annoy people and see if I can identify with that. Does that annoy me? Yeah, yeah, I guess it does. What? What's something on here that is unique? And uh, something that is not on this list that I'm reading that I just thought of is the response that apparently is socially acceptable uh, is the response just the letter K as like, uh, okay, or the emoji, the thumb sign. Like, really? Are you that busy that you can't type out okay or sure thing or something else? Showing me that you have at least you know ten percent interest in what's going on between you and I because just the letter K, you could just type that by accident. Like I could, there's a there's a chance if I smack my head against the keyboard on my phone, a K will pop up. I'll just send you that, or a thumbs up emoji. Would you thumbs me up in real life if we had this conversation? I don't think so. So yeah, that's annoying to me. Be a human being, and uh, don't just send one letter to somebody. That is that even like. Uh, how is that allowed? Why don't we, um, I mean, those people really shouldn't be allowed to vote in the first place. Um, this one says, starting an order with a, can I get a? Um, I don't really understand why that would be annoying, but pass. Uh, oh, I, I do this all the time, but I've never experienced, it depends on how far away you are from the door, but it says not holding the door for the person behind you. I always do this. They, they could be 50 feet away from the door. And I'll stand there and hold the door for them and make them feel awkward. Like they're far away. Like they have to walk a little faster or run or whatever. I will do it. Um, 
but I've never really run into like uh, situations where if I get the it's reverse. I'm walking towards the door and someone clearly could hold it open for me and they just don't. Usually people, maybe it's just because I live in the South. Oh, I got a good one. This is not even on your, on the list either. It's coming straight from the dome. Top of my dome. I have, a, and this is something that I've kind of realized recently, uh, is that as I've kind of built up friendships and trying to grow and uh, perpetuate relationships and friendships that I have, uh, I talk a lot. I'm I'm like the opposite of what you're supposed to be, which is like slow to speak but quick to listen. I'm the opposite. I'm very quick to tell you stuff, and then I'll give you like a sentence or something, and then like you'll get a paragraph back, uh, and that's usually how it goes. It's like a ten to one ratio. You know, for every ten words I say, you get to, you get to say one. Um, so I could see how that would be, would be really annoying. Everybody I talk to, and I like acknowledge that that is something that's going on. Uh, they're always like, no, 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 you're fine. But I know, I know that some of them have to think on the inside, like, can this guy shut up? I got some stuff to talk about. So, uh, I think that is something that I, that I do that annoy people, that annoys people, but no one's told me yet, I guess. Oh, this is a good one. This is, this is, and so I'll describe what the person did, what, or what this like hypothetical person did. And then I'll give my thoughts on what the, uh, you know, what, a, what kind of justice should be served upon this person. So you have this person. We don't know anything about them. All we know is that they're a person. Uh, man or woman. Could be tall, could be short, could be fat, could be skinny. Could be black, white, uh, purple. Doesn't matter. It's a person. Everything else is controlled. They're the same. Person walks in. They're walking around. They grab a cold drink from one of the like the little fr- fridges that are in front of the uh, aisles. Or not aisles, the checkout lines. And... Uh, they will then walk the aisles, drink their drink, and then leave the empty bottle somewhere and, and walk away and leave. That person, I don't think uh, should really, I mean, I, I wouldn't be against, I'd have to think about it, you know, discuss it with my um, my cabinet. And since, of course, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a presidential, very, uh, I don't know, I, I wouldn't be president because I'd have a lot of power. We're in a perfect world the president doesn't really have I'm like, but i have in this scenario i have uh, i'm judge jury and uh i wouldn't go as, as far as say it's executioner but something like this you know maybe the person was really desperate i didn't we didn't we didn't control for that so um so just like i've seen examples of this time and time again where it's like just an empty coke bottle somewhere or like there's a little it's not even from the store it's just a starbucks cup left somewhere or they've literally opened packs of food, ate it while they're walking around, left it somewhere for someone else to clean, and then left. So I'd have to discuss it with my cabinet, see if it's a good idea or a bad idea, because uh, I want to set an example, you know. So I wouldn't be against deporting this person, because that, that's not how you act as an American. That's how you act if, I don't know, you're from Europe or something. Not here, you know. Not, no. That's not going to be acceptable. So I'm down for the states to decide, um, but I would heavily encourage states to try to uh, push it up to the federal level so that we could deport them or uh, make the minimum fine like $5,000 or six months in jail or something. Um, That's how serious I am about it because no one does it on accident. Maybe like a very small percentage could say, oh, I didn't mean to, sorry. Even then, I'm like, I don't really believe you. 
So you did this on purpose. You It's just like the grocery cart thing in uh, parking lots with their grocery carts. So they just leave. There's, there are places for you to put them and you actively don't because you're too lazy to walk the 20 feet. You just leave it somewhere so it could hit someone else's car. When you steal from a store or bring stuff in from somewhere else, drink it, eat it, whatever. There's trash. You know, there are trash cans somewhere in the Walmart, but they'll just leave it on the counter one of the uh, shelves. You just leave it there for someone else to pick up. Someone's crappy, crappy job at Walmart, and part of their day is picking up your garbage that you left for them. Like, what a terrible, terrible person. Uh, I mean, at least there, we should, there should be some, like, probation. Uh, like, okay, maybe the first time, like, your first time offender uh, will fine you some large amount that'll scare you into never doing it again, and we're, we're good. But you do it a second time, you're out, right? I'm shipping you out. You get front of the line, right? You're either going to Guantanamo or uh, we're just going to, like, take a spinner, spin it, and then whatever country shows up, that's where you're going. So if you do this, if you're listening to my show right now and you do this, just uh, sleep with one eye open. That's all I got to say. Alrighty, back to something serious. Um, like all my podcasts, very serious and should be taken seriously. I uh, never mocked or critiqued in any fashion. Um, but this, I'm looking at this tweet and I don't even care what, it's from NBC and the, the response is, uh, Cancel all student debt right at the effing now. So this idea of just canceling federal student loan debt, which at this point is like over a trillion dollars, it's enormous, and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so we can go into why college and stuff like that is expensive. Um, but I want to talk about this idea of just canceling it. So what do you do for people who have already paid all their federal loans back? Well, that, that doesn't seem very fair to them, right? They played by the rules and paid it back and did what they're supposed to. What the heck? Now now you just don't want to pay, so you should cancel it? Um, also, if you got a terrible major, you got a terrible degree, right? A useless degree that would require you to not only get your four-year, but go into some sort of postgraduate program. And so you're in school for like six-ish years, seven years maybe, before you can even really hit the market, start your job. But if the major you decided is English and then you got your master's in like uh, early 15th century England, I don't know, something stupid, like your only possible job is going to be teaching, like being a professor or a teacher somewhere. Um and they don't make a lot of money and, and they don't have a lot of upward mobility in terms of making more money, right? You don't get, you get like your like uh, rate of inflation raise generally, if the, maybe, uh, if it, you know, maybe not anymore nowadays because inflation is so high, but um, you're, you're kind of capped. And then, so what, for you to pay back your 200000 $250,000 worth of debt while you're an uh, associate professor at some community college, uh, you're not going to be able to afford that. But like I have federal student loans that my parents took out for me and like they will work with you and find, and they, whatever rate they, you can pay, they will let you pay it. So, uh, if you submit, at least on Navy, you can go through and, and they ask you all these questions and they'll be like, this is what we think you should pay. 
And like, if you are broke and like you're, you know, you're really struggling, it could go down. Like, I think when my mom changed up my sister's loans for her, it was like five bucks a month or something. So they'll work with you. But to just cancel all that debt, if that, I mean, is that how debt works? Like, as a serious question, I mean, I'm not prepared how to, to really like define what debt is, especially federal debt versus like personal debt, right? Those, those are two, two, two different things, right? Because uh, there is no stopping the federal government from spending, but there is something stopping you from spending. There is a, a hard cap on how much you can spend, um, although until you know people come and take all your stuff. Um, but for the federal government, they can just keep going. So cancel all student loan debt. Um, the, I think the reason they have debt is that someone money was put in, and so there's interest being earned. So it's like by canceling all of that, um, the federal government is now losing revenue uh, from all of those people who are going to pay back or are supposed to. Um, but what we should do is probably reevaluate, um, I guess, everyone who has federal student loan debts who still has them at any age, either you just graduated or you still have them in your 35 and look at what, you know, what job you have, your, you know, a couple of tax returns, stuff like that. And then reevaluate who pays, you know, and maybe we should just get rid of the whole system in, in general, but the, the debt, just canceling the debt, that's not how it works, right? You can't, there's no button that the president has at, in the old office. It's just like, uh, I'm going to cancel this debt. Boom. No more debt for you guys. Um, obviously it's not fair to a lot of people who went through, uh, and got a federal student loan and now they're halfway done and then it gets canceled. I'm not saying that they wouldn't be happy about it being canceled right now. Now they, at least they don't have to pay half, but what about the first half? That was principal plus interest, you know? So what about that? Do I get that money back? Because I borrowed this amount, but I'm paying back more than that, right? It's a loan. Well, I guess the rate on a loan that the federal government gave, I don't know if it, was, it had always been zero or whatever, but uh, so I guess what I said earlier is not true. There there really isn't any source of income for this, but this is a, a problem that um, the federal government's going to have to figure out how to deal with. Um, or if they were, <laughs> I don't know, I don't ballsy they would just say suck it up you know if you can't pay it that's not you dog you're the one that took out the loan and then now just because you can't get a job in whatever ridiculous degree you have is it not my fault uh so at the end of the day that's my my firm opinion is that boohoo um there are jobs there's a there's literally right now an employee shortage if you want to work you will work I think it's because people get degrees that are in lower paying fields because they like the subject. And so they go through and they just, because they, they enjoy it, they go through the whole program and then they graduate and then they realize, oh, there is no need for people with degrees in uh, early uh, history, like pre, uh, pre-modern pre history. There's not a hot, a hot, hot, hot need, a desire for that. But there is is a very hot need for people who are good at the trades. Um, so if you were to go, and I'm not sure how long a program would be, but I'm sure there are company like AC companies who will sponsor you. They'll pay for your school for you to go to an HVAC training system, training program, learn how to service and repair 
your uh, air conditioning and heating units on, on houses, residential and commercial. You get trained how to do that. You get you get an you're, you're an apprentice. You get someone to kind of teach you the ropes. You're going to be making a lot of money because those jobs are in low supply, but always. I mean, you're all you always need them when your uh, AC breaks. A plumbers, electricians, people who are good with their hands, who actually know how to use a skill. Because if you graduate and you have a degree in English or, or some other, I'm, I know I'm picking on English majors, but there are other degrees that I know my college and a lot of liberal arts colleges offer that are, you're not going to make much money. You're not, you're, it's, you're either just not going to flat out not pay your student loans or you're um, not going to get a job and uh, you're going you're gonna to be poor for quite a while. And at the end of the day, that's kind of on you, right? I don't know why I should have to suffer because you made a bad decision. It just so happens that my degree is uh, useful and practical in this kind of world. And so I get to make money so that when I run into a problem, uh, I can just pay someone else to do it. Um, I don't know. that It really bothers me that there are, there are a lot of young, uh, young people, I'll, I'll specify that, young people who are like cancel all student debt right now. Why don't we just cancel all our debt? Why, you know, so when, I, when, when you look at the debt counter, the clock counting up at a very fast rate, just cancel it. There are, we're not, we don't have a debt. There's no deficit in our budget. We canceled it. Canceling something in, in this sense, when you cancel debt, right, that is like defaulting, right? Then you're, you're less, people are less likely to borrow from you if you just in the past said, yeah, I know I took all your money, you ain't getting it back. Sorry. So uh, the reason America can maybe consider doing this is because they kind of like they got money from themselves. You know, I don't know how they cook the books to give out this money. Either the, the Fed just prints it virtually, just adds zeros and gives it to banks to, to loan out. Or uh, it actually is part of like borrowed money from other countries. But regardless, um, I don't think you can't just cancel debt and expect no consequences. So I know this podcast was kind of all over the place uh, in terms of subject matter. Um, truth be told, this was supposed to be the 12th podcast. So I had an 11 already recorded and then edited. And I don't know what I did. Uh, I screwed up. And so now it's like, you know, like it sounds terrible. So I'm not going to put that up. Even though you could hear it, you could listen to it. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that to you guys. Um, cause who, who would know that's terrible. So I, I, that's why there's been this huge break. And then I just happened to get the, the new mic in. So I started to, you know, want to try that out. So, um, look, hopefully it sounds better, a little cleaner, a little, just better in general, but whatever. I'm glad that you listened. I appreciate you, uh, checking me out, even though, uh, if you didn't do it, uh, wouldn't bother me at all. So I don't know. That sounds kind of rough. I do really appreciate you people listening all like, I think that they, my website had said uh, I had like three followers and then like 40 total downloads or something. So I do appreciate all 42, 43 downloads. So I don't, I don't mean to disrespect those people, but uh, anyways, thanks for stopping by and listening and uh, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Another one, another one. DJ Khaled. Khaled.